Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Certainly not a thing of beauty, that's for sure. Uh, but you'll take it. 103 to 94. The Kings win. They are now 3 0. On this lengthy seven-game trip, Ryan and Sacktown in just a moment. We are so happy that you were here. Post-game, Kings win like the beam if you don't like that. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter, stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smush. And we break it down with Ryan and Sacktown. Uh, how about Sabonis with 26 rebounds, a career high? Absolute beast tonight, Grant. He yep. continues rolling. Had 21 in the last game against Memphis. So uh, wish he could play against them every game. <laughs> Listen, I'll take the win, but what? That, that, there's nothing to really get excited about from this game. That was horrible. Grant, how much nuance is in this that you've got guys on the roster that have never played in the NBA or rarely, so there's not tape on them? Maybe. Maybe. But I also think if you watch Memphis, you know, I told you the Dick Mata story a couple of days ago. Yes. Guys perfect. that are playing for their basketball livelihood are going to play every possession like it's their last, and you see what happens. I mean, look at the effort of the Memphis Grizzlies in this game. I mean, it was very Incredible. apparent. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, you look at scoring 102 points. Most teams in the NBA are going to beat you. That's all the Kings yeah. put up against one Memphis Grizzlies starter and the I rest. I only knew who Jaron Jackson Jr. was. Yeah. I, I had never heard of anyone else. And and here here's the other thing, Ryan. They played last night. They played in Indiana last night. Exactly right. right. And they had to make roster moves today, up to today. two hours before the game, yep. roster moves. So uh, some of this goes to play, but the coaching staff shares their blame here too, Grant. They did not yep. change pace at all. Why did you not dictate pace tonight? Kings were awful tonight other than Sabonis I don't, I don't know what else to say and they got really not very much from their bench uh but you know again they played poorly and they won now you go to Miami and they are having all, Miami lost again the, I don't know what has happened to the Miami Heat they they look terrible right now and then you play Indiana who's in New York the night before so all of a sudden you know we were thinking four and three you might be able to do a heck of a lot more than four and three on this trip, but you're not going to go, you're not going to win many more games on this trip if you play the way you did tonight. Hey, the opponents could send the Kings to school with books, but the Kings can still eat the covers, right? You can set them yeah. up to be successful, right. but, um, you know, the Kings have to do better than they did tonight. And Grant, you look at the Kings' success over the last few games. Last game, they only shot 33 pointers and they also got to the line. 30 times. I know they only made 23 of 30, but tonight, Grant, 38 threes. You only get to the free throw line 10 times yeah. against who? It looked like, Grant, other than Jaron Jackson, it looked like a G League team out there against yeah. the Kings. Well, yeah. no disrespect. 
Unbelievable. So next up is Miami, who's lost seven in a row. Think about that for a minute. And here's the other thing that happened tonight. The Clippers lost, right? Mm -hmm. New Orleans lost. Dallas lost. I mean, this is a good game. I mean, you look at all the teams in the West. Phoenix is the only team really that won. Let me read these scores. The Rockets, I shouldn't say that that game is not a final yet. I beg your pardon. All right. So I don't want to, I don't want to jump ahead. The Rockets are beating the Lakers with three minutes left, 122 to 111. I'm going to count that as a win. It's now 123 to Fair. 111. All right. There's a minute left to go in Oklahoma City. The Timberwolves are leading 101 to 97. The uh I shouldn't the Mavericks have come back. They're leading the Magic by one. The Nuggets and Bucks are tied at the half. All right. The Clippers lost. The Celtics beat the Pelicans 118 to 112. And again, the Suns won 118 to 105. So. Hey, the Kings handled their business. Let's yeah. let's kind of separate here. They handled their business. They do good. They pick that up when teams lose tonight. But um, yeah. you know, it, it's one of those things. It it Grant, this is where I wanted to see the Kings excel. This is where I wanted them to get rest and build on the advantages yeah. they have sometimes throughout this road trip. And it didn't happen. You needed almost a career tying night on the boards from Sabonis. I know. I... Tough ass. Yep. I mean, it's the Kings. It's the Kings. It's the Kings, but they're three and zero on this road trip, and they are uh, any, win, any win on the road's a good road and or a good win. So now it's on to Miami, then Indiana, then Chicago. You know, those are your next games coming up. The Chicago's on the second night of a back-to-back. You get Indiana on their second night of a back-to-back. You're taking a Miami team that looks terrible right now. So let's see what happens. You know, let's see what happens. Hey, we we talked about a four and three road trip before the Golden State game. Both of us, we said we'd take it, right? We adjusted. We thought that was the key game on this trip. We thought that would set the tone for this trip. 100%. 3-0 Hundred percent, three and zero now. They win that yeah. game, and look, we said five and two now. Should we move to six and zero? Can they do it? Did they get the bat out of their system? Uh, you know, based on the fact that Miami's playing so badly, and you have Indiana, we don't know about Halliburton on the second night of a back to back. If you win both those games, you're five and zero with only two games left. Yeah, there you go. And you set yourself up nice. Can they make it better on this road trip and finish it right as opposed to last road trip? All right. Again, uh, Minnesota is going to beat the Thunder in OKC. It's 105 to 97. The Lakers are going to lose again. The Rockets are going to beat them 126 to 111. I shouldn't say lose again. They just beat the Warriors. But the Lakers aren't very good. Uh, Again, the Mavs are leading the Magic by three at the end of the third. And uh, we'll keep an eye on the rest of the scores. But again, all right. We'd love to hear from you. Here's the link. All right. You can uh, hit us up if you want to join us on the post game. We would love to be able to uh, take some of your phone calls and talk a little bit about what happened tonight. There's, I'm not getting excited on anything tonight. I think it's great to watch Sabonis go to work like that. You know, he was just uh, a, a man amongst boys tonight. That was an incredible, incredible performance with uh, 26 rebounds that that's just unbelievable isn't it yeah it's an unbelievable performance and it's in character for him he's having an amazing season grant you can't say mvp without mentioning at least his name um as we said we're opening up the show to you guys so get in here uh first we get to dirk welcome to if you don't like that you're on with grant hey dirk hey figured i'd do some camera today yeah i'm a good yeah Man, that was have a horrible it. game. <laughs> we got it out of the way. I mean, this is one where you, Sabonis needed to have one because they don't have any rebounders, right? So you knew he was going to have a monster game, and he did. I didn't know Malik Monk would play so bad. I don't Terrible. know. Yeah, maybe it's Memphis going against John Morant every day. They just play better against athletic guards because De'Aaron had to get it going a little bit too. But I'm glad uh, Herter found his shot a little bit. We did enough. Uh, the only question I have end of the game, no Keegan Murray. I hope it's not a injury or anything. I'm back acting up. It worked out. So I'm good. I just hope he's okay. Yeah. Morant's not playing Morant's out for the year, but, um, Murray, uh, was very ineffective in this game. He only had five points and five rebounds. So we'll we'll keep an eye on him. And the defense wasn't there tonight. So cool. Thanks guys. Thank you, bud.
Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we appreciate it, Dirk. Uh, one note about the defense, though, that I want to throw in, Grant. This is already a team that struggles with dribble penetration, and you throw some undersized guys out there for the bigs to chase around, and even some of the Kings guards. That's a little yep. bit of a tough guard sometimes. So, anyways, we get back to the phone. We get to Condog 209. Condog, throw the arms up, buddy. Yep. Kings win. All right. So, I guess not only did we have 10 free throws, but Fox was the only one at the line. I don't think I've seen a game where only one player is at the free throw line. And he, missed four, and he missed four of them. He only shot 60%, six of 10. That's terrible. Yeah, so yeah, as a team, we shot 60%, which is terrible due to that. But you know, you're right. I, the course I, you know what? I want, to, I want to stop you guys for a minute. I, with all the games that I've ever announced in 32 years, I don't recall only one player going to a free throw line during a game. So you make a good point. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, that's I, I was shocked when I, I saw it. I was like, huh? But, you know, getting to the line, you know, is also, you know, could be officiating, but also getting to the line could just be effort on your end as a player because if you can – if you drive in, you're going to get to the line, especially in this league and the, the modern NBA for sure with how they call fouls. So I think that's a lack of effort on our offense. We didn't step on the gas and – Really, we didn't win this game until what the final three minutes. Final then, two minutes. This was dangerous. This was and this was a depleted team. Could have ended up like the other games where teams were depleted, missing players, and we didn't execute. But luck this luckily this team was so depleted because they they just had not no hey, hey, not that depleted. The the Kings bench I only guess, scored one more point. In uh, the Grizzlies yeah. bench. You got me there. Three you guys. got me there, Ryan. You know what? You got me there, man. But yeah, um, like, hey, sometimes three and zero on road trips are ugly, and this was one of the ugly ones. Well, you take the win, but there's nothing yeah. really get excited about other yeah. than Sabonis, and you know you're taking on a team that's going to be desperate for a win coming up next in Miami, who lost to Phoenix one eighteen to one hundred five. They're going to be desperate. You know they they've lost seven in a row, and you look at their roster. Their roster is much better than that. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the Miami starters, you know, with Rozier, Hero, yeah. Butler, Adebayo. Oh, you know, they're, they're, they're much better than that. Spolstra, you know, he's one of the yeah. best coaches in the modern NBA by far. Yes. Like, he, yep. I, would say, I would say he's right behind Phil Jackson for modern NBA coaching because uh, mm. Pop and Pop, I would say he's just right behind those guys. It's pretty good, but – Hey, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much. All right, later. All right. Hey, I want to share uh, Bennett's with you, and we're sending Jerry Reynolds there for his 80th birthday. We'd like to uh, invite you to check out one of their three locations, Sacramento, Roseville, and Bennett's West Side Grill at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, make a reservation, check out the menu and more. Don't forget about the weekend brunch, the weekend prime rib, 60 different types of wine, Available by the glass. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Kings win it. They are now 3-0 and on the seven-game trip with the Miami Heat coming up next. Yes, indeed. It'll be a different class of basketball, certainly when they roll oh, into yeah. Miami. And, hey, yeah. by the way, speaking of Bennett's, everybody, it is not too late for you to win a $25 Bennett's gift card. You see our Twitter handles or our X handles right there below us? Tweet at us. Three emojis that best describe Jerry Reynolds on his 80th birthday. We're yep. going to let Jerry choose the winner, and you will win a $25 Bennett's gift card. Love it. Love it. That's good stuff. So get to our X pages right now. We go back to the phones. Landon, welcome to If You Don't Like That. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking me. Can you hear me? Yep. Gotcha. Thanks, Landon. What can we do for you? Sweet. Yeah, I was just going to say, I thought Herter also had a pretty good game. I was looking at the sheet, the stat sheet. And, you know, he, yeah, went three for eight from three. Not the best, but um, his things like he had a nice pass to Sabonis. And, um, of course, Sabonis played brilliantly. Um, I think he, I was checking, he had 26 boards, which was a Sacramento era tying record. Yeah, so, with Chris Weber. Yep. Yeah, that was great to see. But other than that, the turnovers, I mean, what did we have, 20 or something? It was just atrocious. Yeah, I mean, other than Sabonis, there's really not a lot to look at in this game in terms of a, a, a real big positive, uh, other than the fact that they won the game where they didn't play well. But, you know, you look at the opponent tonight, 
I mean, other than Jaron Jackson, I had never heard of any of these guys. They literally got, you know, G League players, players that they were signing at the last minute. They could barely get a team on the floor of eight players in this game. But you, you're going to have to play much better than this in the next several games coming up on the road. Yep. Hoping for the win in Miami. And uh, thanks for taking me. Hey, thank you for calling, Landon. Have a good evening. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, Grant, how special if if the Joker was not in the NBA right now and yep. Domas was doing what he's doing this season and just in his career, how much more would Domas be talked about in this league? Uh, not until he got a playoff series win under his belt or two. So, you know, our society is about what do you do in the postseason? And he doesn't have anything to really show for that. So, in my opinion, playing in a, in a market like Sacramento, not having a playoff series, um, probably not that much more, in all honesty. I think in order for that to occur, the Kings are going to have to win a playoff series or, or two. I really believe that. We will see if they can pull that off. But, I mean, Sabonis. What can you say about him? We go international. We check in with Baki. Baki, did you catch the halftime show by chance? Yes, I did. Of course. Good. Awesome. Yeah, he put a message out for Jerry. He put a nice message out. Yep. Yeah. Love it. We were together. We were five of us were here, and we were watching the early NBA. And we wish to Jerry. And to say about this game is I, I don't want to say – a thing about this game. I just, uh, I would like Kings to dedicate this game to Jerry Reynolds, uh, not to dedicate the the way of play, not to dedicate our nerves, just to dedicate the result. We win the game, and I mean, it's smarter to to think about the next game because those Miami Heat they really suck this time. But yeah, but uh, you know. As Grant already said, those Miami Heat, they can make sometimes great boom. So they can destroy any any team in this league. That's my they can. Opinion. They can. And they're not going to well, lose the rest of they're not going to lose the rest of their games this year. They're going to start winning eventually. And they, they must they must start to win. And uh they already have I don't know. I, I, I'm not remember maybe what is the losing streak right now? It's the three or seven. four? Seven. seven. So they are on the seven losing streak. Man, that's the danger. Okay. They, not, only that, can... not, not, only are, not only have they lost seven in a row, they've fallen from fourth in the East to eighth in the East. I mean, they dropped okay. four spots during this streak. So we are close to we are close to half of the season. So they, they must do something. Yeah. I hope they will start doing it after the next game, but yeah, I think we, yeah. we need to bring we need we need to bring a game to win this game. That's my opinion. Well, Baki, as we've said all post game show, Grant and I can only name Jaron Jackson Jr. coming into the game or knew of his yeah. play. They roll into Miami, and your starting lineups can be matching up with Tyler uh, or Terry Rozier, Tyler Hero, Jimmy. Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Haywood, yeah. Highsmith. I mean, other than Highsmith, that's a tough matchup for the Kings, regardless yes, of whether is. you've lost or won seven games in a row. Yeah. Well, not, not only that that is a tough matchup, but uh, we are already three games on the road trip, so they must feel some tired. I don't know. They're not, the yeah. They're not yeah. tired. They're not tired. They're not I tired. don't know. I don't know. Something. They're not tired. Trust me. They're, they're not, not tired. Yeah. They're okay. not tired. They've 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 had days off between every game. They're not tired. Yeah, that that's that's true. That's true. It's not a big deal. It's not, not a big deal. Do we? I mean, if anything, have... if anything, if any team was tired tonight, it was Memphis. They played last night. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so. this one was very loose game from both of them. Yeah. That's well, what I you expect that from Memphis. They've never played together before. This is the first time they've ever been on the court together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and the at the end of the day, as Grant said, the Kings got it done. 
right? And a lot of the teams in the Western Conference, near the top of the Western Conference, are losing tonight. So at least the team at the top will have lost, right? Between Minnesota so, yeah, so, and the Thunder. So we we can call ourselves back-to-back ambush team. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Baki, we appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, Grant, that Maverick, the Maverick score now is 96 to 94 in the fourth. Dallas is leading. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, does it take, like, when you talk about a team being tired, let's take the back-to-backs out of it. Do you consider until you get to, like, the third time zone on a long road trip, let's not talk about the guys being tired yet? Yeah. Um, good team. First of all, good teams don't even ever talk about it. They, they don't. The good, good, the good teams don't ever talk about that. It's um, generally talked about when you lose or you're looking for an excuse. Good teams, they, they don't talk about being tired, especially there's the Kings aren't tired on this trip. They had several days off before the Warriors game, right? Then they had a full yep. day off. Then they had another full day off. Yeah. I mean, no, these, are, these are supremely conditioned young athletes. They're, they're not getting tired from playing 35 minutes of basketball and then 48 hours later playing another 35 minutes. That, that, that's nonsense. That's absurd. It's ridiculous. Well, Grant, you know who's not tired? That's us, because we're here with you right here on If You Don't Like That. Kings win tonight in Memphis. We're going back to the phone, so we go back to Andrew. Andrew, thanks for waiting. How you doing tonight, man? Good. How are you guys doing? Great. Good, Andrew. Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm thoroughly disappointed in uh, this game tonight. I um, I really think, does Sabonis not have 26 rebounds? The Kings flat out lose to um, a G League team minus Jared Jackson. And, uh, you know, does Sabonis not have 26 rebounds? The story tonight is completely different. We're talking about one of the worst losses probably of the season, maybe in the last couple seasons. Um, I would agree. And so um, – it's just plain and simple. They didn't show up tonight. And, uh, you know, I was, I was sitting at work and I get notifications on my phone. I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, wow. Like, I don't know any of these guys. It's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a chill night. You know, after the Niners game, I was like, thank God, you know, no stress win tonight. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have, couldn't have been any, any different. And so, uh, thank God things are kind of going our way around the league, but, um, just once again, the Kings just flat out did not show up. And, uh, we're just, you know, we're lucky that uh, Sabonis had a freaking career night or else it's a completely different narrative. You know, if I told you before the game started that the Kings would only have 103 points, you would have said, oh, my gosh, they're going to lose. But, you know, oh, because yeah. Memphis really had nobody playing, they weren't they just they weren't able to score the ball. But, yeah, you know, it's one of those games. Uh, they're going to have to play a heck of a lot better the rest of this road trip. Yeah. Or, or they won't, or it will be just like the last road trip where it starts off good and then it ends poorly. But I, I, I don't think they'll play this poorly again. I, I, I don't. Yeah, no, yeah, but I, Grant, you know, I hope not. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Grant. Andrew, I was going to ask you this though: Are we really that surprised? We're talking about a team this season nope. when they've lost eighty-nine points, ninety-seven points. I, I, not, you know what I mean? That surprise, it, not that surprised. You're right. But this one was surprising. This one was like, wow. You know, we had a, you know, it, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but they're off a of back to back. They're playing with a bunch of no namers and we were rested up. Um, it's just, this one was a little surprising to me, but you know, as it pertains to the playoffs, when we look back at the uh, win and loss column, a win is a win. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. you know, I'll take it. But anyways, thank you. Appreciate yeah, you uh, joining us. Thanks again. Come on again. Yeah. Uh, Appreciate it. Hey, uh, Ryan, I want to talk about uh, New Works Plumbing, uh, plumbing needs and repairs. Just go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call that number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. And remember, they are available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. Kings win. They are on their way to Miami. Let me tell you something. When you're traveling, and you get to go from Memphis to Miami, you think like you just hit the freaking lottery, all right? Like, you, you know, you think you hit the freaking lottery. Trust yeah, me on that. So, so partner, since you're, since you're such a well-traveled individual, 
How different is it walking around on a day off in Memphis versus walking around on a day off in Miami? Not not to be disrespectful, but I'm just going to yeah. call it the way it is. I wouldn't recommend walking around the city of Memphis. It's, in my opinion, a dangerous city. I never felt safe there. As is many cities, by the uh, way. But, but, but Memphis, uh, Memphis, to me, um, I... I live in Miami. I've never felt unsafe walking around in Miami. And I mean that. I feel very unsafe walking around in many cities in America, including Sacramento, to be honest with you. I never felt unsafe, and I still don't, walking around Miami, whether it's the Brickell area or, I mean, Miami has areas just like any other city where right. you, know, you really wouldn't want to go to. But I've never, never felt unsafe walking around in Miami. Uh, that's not true in Memphis and other cities in America. So, and that, and that includes Sacramento, by the way. Uh, downtown Sacramento is no picnic to go for a walk, in my opinion. It, well, yeah, I mean, as in many cities, if you're in the wrong parts, but yeah, it's yeah. It, it's it's a problem. Yep. But uh, but the Kings will leave. Uh, they'll get. You know, I'm positive they're leaving tonight. I can't imagine anyone staying in Memphis if you didn't have to. So uh, I, I would imagine they're on the way to the airport soon. And it's a quick flight, 90 minutes, and then they'll uh, they'll be in Miami. And the guys can go out tonight. You know, Miami is a vibrant nightlife, go even on a Monday tonight? night. And the guys go out? You know, in Miami, they'll go out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Do, do yeah. you guys still get on the golf course during the season? Or at least on game days? Not on game day. Off days, yes. And the Kings okay. have a lot of golfers. Now, I don't know if they golf a lot during a regular season, but Malik Monk is an avid golfer. Keegan Murray is an avid golfer. I mean, like, avid, where they play whenever they can. Game day, no. They don't play on a game day. Do they play on the road? Not to the best of my knowledge. Vince Carter used to play on the road all the time when we were traveling. Uh, Garrett Temple would play with him a lot on the road, but not, uh, it would always be on an off day, not, not a game day. No more good old days with Michael and Charles and all those guys playing on game days. All right. Well, listen, I'm not, I don't know about those guys, you know, but I'm just telling you when yeah, I travel yeah. with the Kings, I don't ever recall a player playing on a game day. I, I, I don't. There you go. Well, the Kings head to beautiful, head to Napes, as he said, beautiful Miami. To, Somebody uh, said on the flight heat. arrives in Miami scheduled at 1.45 a.m. Okay, so by the time you get to the hotel, uh, it will be 2.15. I live in Miami, by the way, okay? It's early. Trust me, you, 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 the, the, Miami is a very late, late night city. So, I mean, if you really want to go out at 3 in the morning in Miami, you know, you not a problem. No doubt. No doubt. Some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. I love Miami. It's a vibrant city. Um, it's phenomenal. Um, I now know the city very well, obviously. And um, but it's also very expensive. It's gotten to be a very mm. expensive city. Very expensive because during the pandemic, everybody moved down there. Everyone. Mm. I mean, the, 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 the rent skyrocketed. The cost of living skyrocketed down there. During the pandemic, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That, what a weird time. Glad we're out of it. Somebody asked, do I like living in Miami more than Sacramento? Yes. Uh, I miss the people of Sacramento. I miss the connection with the people. But like Miami compared to Sacramento, come on now. You know, come on. I, I think on. you could have answered that question with a question. Now, I will say this about Sacramento. You really can't beat Sacramento for everything within a short radius. When I moved to Sacramento in 1987, the best line anyone ever gave me when they said, do you know anything about Sacramento? And I said, no. They go, it's nothing in the middle of everything. Mm. And I've always thought that's the best way to describe Sacramento. Nothing in the middle of everything is a perfect way for me when I think of Sacramento. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, that, that is a perfect way to put it. I would also include at your pace. Not as perfect as what you said, but it's a little bit more relaxed here, wouldn't you say? Probably yeah, than I love where you are I in love Miami. Living. I yeah. love living in Sacramento. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I love living no. in the Sacramento area. I love Northern California. I love living there. Um, I don't like living there anymore, but I for for decades, loved it. I I think Northern California is a phenomenal place to live. I don't yes. think it's as good as it used to be, but that's just me. But Miami is like there's something about like that weather all the time, and it gets humid in the summer. But I like eating outdoors. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I like being outdoors at cafes and restaurants, and I like the the. I like people watching. Like I'm really in the people yeah. watching and the people watching in Miami is phenomenal. Like, and there's so many great areas to do that. And there's a lot of different areas of South Florida, such as Fort Lauderdale, which is great. You know, Palm beach is great. There are a lot of other places, you know? So there you have it. There you go. All right. We Big thank you for out. your uh, donation, Joe. Thank you very much. Lemon character jumping in excitement with his heart beating out of his chest. There you go. All right. <laughs> Did you I would just like describe to describe a sticker? says he wants to live near Bennett's. That's safe. That would yeah. be a good good deal. Yeah. Very yeah. safe. Yes. Yeah. Any, uh, if you guys have any update on Keegan Murray, we're scouring, checking our sources right now. Throw I haven't it in looking. the chat. I haven't seen anything. I have not yeah, seen anything yet. I know that it's coming up. We'll give you an update if we see one. Yeah, I, I've been trying to look and find, uh, you know, what might have happened to him, but uh, n- nothing that I that's come across. All right. It'd be nothing. a bit, it'd be a, and I don't want to get into hypotheticals because we know nothing. Um, right. But that would be a big loss for the Kings, yeah. especially moving into, yeah. I, I would call it the meat and potatoes of this road trip. No question about it. Absolutely. I would agree with you. Hey, I want to tell you uh, about Calusa Sunrise. And if you go to ColusaSunrise.com, Blazona Development has got Sunrise Landing in Calusa. And six models to choose from. No Melaroos, no homeowners. Phase one is sold out. These are beautiful homes in Calusa at Sunrise Landing. And again, if you go to ColusaSunrise.com, you get all the information and more. That is Sunrise Landing from Blazona Development in Calusa. Sacramento wins. They have Miami coming up next, followed by Indiana and Chicago. They've made their way on this road trip, found a way. They're playing well in January right now. Hopefully they roll into Miami and play a little bit better than they did tonight. Yeah. And, you know, there's no home court in Miami. The crowd there stinks. Uh, it's not a hard place to play uh, with the crowd. It's, um, you know, the Kings have historically had a terrible record playing in South yeah. Florida, but it has nothing to do with the crowd, you know? It's the early start time. I, it doesn't, isn't it more of the early start time? For not it? when you're already on the road. They're in the central time zone and they have been yeah. now for, so no, not, not, that would not affect them for the game in Miami because they're only changing by one hour. They're used to right okay. now being in the central time zone because they got there after the Warriors game, played in Dallas, day off, been in Memphis. So they're now acclimated to the time difference, and one hour is not going to make that big of a difference. It will if you watch the game on TV. They'll make it into a big deal, but trust me, it's sure. not a big deal. Yeah, I've always found that aspect of the game fascinating. Yeah. 
Do you th Haunted Horse thinks that my shirt is camouflaged against the background, almost like he planned it. Well, just so you know, <laughs> I did plan on having a purple scheme in honor of Jerry Reynolds today. So I did pick this shirt out on behalf of having Jerry on at halftime to celebrate his 80th birthday because I did want it all to match. So I'm Haunted Horse. Thank you for noticing that, my friend. Awesome. There you go. Uh, yeah, somebody wants to know if I'm going to go to the game in Miami. Uh, no. I have not been to an NBA game uh, since I left. The last NBA game I was at never got started. That was in March mm, yeah. when the game against the Pelicans got postponed, and that was it. That's the last time I've been in an NBA arena, and I'm not planning on going anytime soon. So, I, no, I will not be at the game. How bizarre. What a bizarre time in the oh world. Um, but wow. what an amazing time tonight. It was so cool. I just have to say personally sitting here and just being a fan like everybody else watching you yeah. and Jerry – celebrate his birthday so um i appreciate yep. it grant and i appreciate everybody you take us home tell us a good story about jerry well there, there are so many great stories uh and thank you ryan appreciate You're you welcome. very much uh there, there are so many great stories uh about jerry i think probably the things that i've always appreciated about jerry I don't ever recall Jerry saying no. Jerry did the rotary luncheon circuit. Jerry talked at all various groups. Jerry always had time for the fans, no matter what we were doing, with genuine interest. Uh, Jerry was never about himself. Jerry never had fancy clothes, never spent money on fancy stuff, was just a good old country boy from Indiana. And when he moved to California from Kansas City, it didn't change him. He's the same guy. I met Jerry at a restaurant towards the end of 1987, the summer of 1987. It was the first time I met Jerry. I think the restaurant was called Flanagan's on Northgate Boulevard. I may be off on the restaurant, but I'm not off on the location. Northgate Boulevard. And Tom Curran had done the Kings for the first three years. And he was still the TV voice of the Kings. And I'd gotten to know Tom. And Tom was very nice. And we walked into this restaurant. He goes, I have someone that I want you to meet. He's the best. You're going to love this guy. And Tom Curran introduced me that day to Jerry Reynolds. And I actually sat next to Jerry at lunch that day. And you just knew right away that you had met a great individual. And I think when you are with somebody day in and day out, like I was with Jerry Reynolds, we used to play tennis all the time. We hung out all together. I mean, Jerry and I loved playing tennis together. And Jerry was pretty good. But Jerry had the damn slice and undercut everything. So his, his game plan against me was to get me to run and wear me down but I'm a lot younger than Jerry. I was in better shape than Jerry, but Jerry beat me. He beat me. I beat Jerry. He beat me. We had pretty even matches, you know, but we always enjoyed playing tennis together. Uh, we just enjoyed being around one another. He was always fun. And we, we laughed every day. I would say the, the thing about Jerry Reynolds, we laughed every single day. I, I, don't recall too many days where we didn't laugh. Maybe the day we were traveling from Chicago to Minnesota when we learned of Kobe Bryant's passing, and we certainly didn't laugh that day. But we always brought humor into our lives, both on the air and off the air. And I think the one thing that I always appreciated about Jerry, and still to this day do, is Jerry will always make you feel comfortable. Jerry will always put you at ease. And if you're having a bad day, Jerry will make it better. And if there's something that's not going well, Jerry will make it seem like it's going better. And when we did games for so many years, 
for most of those years, the Kings were a bad team. And so I always try to bring the humor out of Jerry. And I think that's why people love watching the game so much, even when the teams that we were covering were bad during those years. Because it was like, man, I got to wait and hear what Jerry has to say. And so it was a fit. I knew what Jerry was going to say before he said it. He knew what I was going to say before I said it. He was just uh, a pleasure being around. And I do miss that part of not doing the Kings anymore. Is I, I miss the pe people always ask me, what do I miss the most? You know what I miss the most? I miss being around people. I miss being around Jerry. I miss being around G-Man. I miss being around the coaches. I miss talking to the referees before every game. I miss talking to the other team's announcers that I became so friendly with. You know, when I left, I was one of the most senior announcers in the league. I had 32 years under my belt. There aren't a lot of people that have been announced NBA basketball that can say they did it for 32 years. And I left in the prime of my life. I was 60 years old. I wanted to go another, I wanted to go 50 years. I wanted to be Gary Gerald, you know? So I feel like I got a lot taken away from me. But the one thing that you can never take away from me are my friendships and Jerry Reynolds. Jerry Reynolds is exactly what you see. There's no phony about Jerry. There's no pretend with Jerry. There's no like anything fake about Jerry. Okay. I appreciate the realism of Jerry who again, always had time for everyone. I did the Jerry Reynolds show. I'll never forget the time we had Larry Bird come to the studios at Channel 31. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world to be sitting on a set with Jerry Reynolds and Larry Bird at Channel 31 in Sacramento. I'll never forget that. And this was before cell phones. And yet, somehow, some way, people knew that Larry Bird was coming to the Channel 31 studios and we had a whole bunch of people lining up on the drive into the Channel 31 studio. That was neat. And I had a chance to kind of eavesdrop on many conversations between Jerry and Larry Bird. And I think the other thing about Jerry that always struck me, whenever we traveled to cities, the, the number of people that would come up and talk to Jerry, like Tommy Heinsohn. Like, I'll never forget being at the Boston Garden. And I walked into the press room, and Jerry was sitting there with Tommy Heinsohn. So I got my food, and I sat down with them. And Tommy goes, hey, how are you? And I go, good. That's the only words I said. I listened to them share stories about when Tommy coached the Celtics and the players that he was around. And I listened to Jerry talk about coaching Bob McAdoo with Vincennes. And like, you don't get a chance to be involved in those conversations. And whenever we were on the road, whether it was Cotton Fitzsimmons when we were in Phoenix, who Jerry worked with and knew so well, like listening to Jerry and Cotton Fitzsimmons was like educational for me. The great stories that I heard and so many of the things that I learned just from listening. Because early in my career, all of this was new to me. Like I was a sponge. I tried to absorb whatever I could. And I didn't start doing the games with Jerry until the mid-90s. But Jerry was the coach or the general manager. So Jerry was always around. But I will say this. And I, I've shared this story before. There are very few people that you'll go through in life, or at least I've found this in my 64 years. There are very few people in life that you'll never hear a bad word about. And that was Jerry. I never heard a bad word about Jerry. Never heard a player badmouth Jerry. Never heard a media member badmouth Jerry. Never ever had a fan come up to me 
and bad mouth Jerry. I was never out in a restaurant or the shopping store or, or grocery store or whatever. And ever heard someone, and I talk to people every day. Never heard anything, anyone ever say they don't like Jerry Reynolds. How great is it to be 80 years old and you have lived a life where there's no negativity associated with you in any way, shape, or form. That's pretty darn special. And I'm not just talking about as an announcer or general manager or what he did for the Monarchs. I'm talking about as a person. Like, that's pretty special. You know that? That's pretty special. One time. One. And only one. In all of the years that I was around Jerry Reynolds, once did I ever see Jerry in a bad mood. And I'll never forget it as long as I live. The Kings had training camp over in Honolulu, two games against the Lakers. And I got there either the first or second day. The Kings had left. And I got there, I want to say, maybe the second day or the third day of practice. And I swear on my life, I walk into the practice facility and the Kings were practicing. And Danny Ainge comes running up to me, leaves the court and comes running up to me. And he goes, you're not going to believe this. I go, what? What? He goes, Ralph can't run. Talking about Ralph Sampson. I go, what do you mean he can't run? Danny goes, he can't run. And I look on the sideline. This is day two. Half the team is on the sideline with their bodies wrapped in ice or their feet in ice buckets while the rest of the team is practicing. And I watch Ralph. Bill Russell traded for Ralph without giving him a physical. And Ralph could not run. And I'll never forget Marty McNeil of the Sacramento Bee and Don Drysdale of the Sacramento Union and maybe Ari Gress, which I can't remember that. But I do remember Marty and I do remember Double D. And we're around Jerry Reynolds after practice and they're asking him questions. And it was the most distraught, upset, unhappy Jerry Reynolds that I've ever seen. Jerry knew that in day two of training camp that he had no chance with this team. No chance. And that's the, that is the only time in all of my years being around Jerry Reynolds that I saw the man in a bad mood. We could lose by 40 on the road and Jerry wouldn't be in a bad mood because he knew there was a game the next day. Didn't happen. Didn't matter what was going on with his family, if he had family issues like we all do. He always made you feel good. Did you ever watch a telecast with me and Jerry where you said those guys are in a bad mood or those guys don't like one another or they're not doing a good job? Not to, I'm not bragging about me, but I'm just asking. Did you ever turn the game on when it was me and Jerry and ever get the feeling that we didn't like what we were doing? Like even one time, did you ever turn the game on and ever say to yourself, gee, you know what, Grant and Jerry, they don't really like what they're doing. We loved what we did. And I've always said this, and Jerry would say it too. If I didn't need the income, I wouldn't have cared if the Kings paid me or not. I would have done the games for free. It was an honor and a privilege to do the games. And the best years that I ever had doing the games were with two individuals. One is my late great friend, Derek Dickey who I love like a family member who tragically passed away after a debilitating stroke in the prime of his life. And then Jerry Reynolds. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I got a chance to do decades of games, many with a man that everyone loves, cherishes, and wants to be around. Like, think about that. And they didn't want to be around Jerry because he was some megastar they didn't want to be around Jerry because he won world championships. They didn't want to be around Jerry because, you know, he was in the Hall of Fame. They wanted to be in his presence because he was funny 
and made you feel good. Period. Right? Because he was a class act and is a class act. So in closing, I'm so happy that we're celebrating his 80th birthday. I'm happy that his mind is still sharp as a wit, that he still has a great sense of humor, that he's able to go on long walks every day. And more than that, I'm, I'm happy that I consider him one of my great friends. And to me, he's a family member. And he always will be. On that note, thank you for your support. Thank you for making this show what it is. On behalf of Ryan, on behalf of Jerry, couldn't do it without you. We'll talk to you coming up with the one and only Jerry Reynolds. Let's see, the Miami game might preempt us. We might have to do that show on Thursday. I'll keep you tuned, but we'll have the Jerry Reynolds segment. It'll either be, it'll probably be Thursday this week, but I'll let you know. And Ryan will be on 30 minutes before tip-off against Miami. Jerry will be on with halftime and then the post-game show. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. And just remember this. Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. Jerry, he looks pretty upset, huh? He's as upset as a rained-on rooster. Jerry, what the hell is a rained-on rooster? It's a rooster who's out in the rain. Okay, Jerry. On that note, holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.